always pretty, and it's not always easy, but all effective leaders do this. Welcome to On My Walk, the reading podcast that helps you capture reading's aha moments and apply them to your life and leadership. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast, then you know that a long time ago, I promised you we would be diving into smart leadership for simple choices to scale your impact by Mark Miller. And today is finally the first installment of that promise. Now, if you don't know Mark Miller, he's the VP of High Performance Leadership for Chick-fil-A. And interestingly, Miller began his Chick-fil-A experience more than 40 years ago, and he began as an hourly team member. In fact, he was just the 16th corporate employee on Chick-fil-A's path to becoming the $17 billion company it is today. Now, Miller has authored nine books with more than one million total copies in print. And his books have been translated into some 25 different languages. When it comes to this book, Miller is drawing from decades of experience as he pours out what I'd say is a heaping portion of leadership insight to help you and me make four smart choices. Now you may be saying, why smart choices? Because, says Miller, your choices determine your impact. And then he says this, you don't drift to a better place. You make a decision to go to work. I like that. And that work includes making four smart choices. Now here's his promise. If you as a leader make these four smart choices, they will scale your impact. So today, I wanted to start with smart choice number one, and it really is number one. In fact, Miller is going to quote someone I'm sure I've quoted here at On My Walk at least once, if not two, three, four, five times. But rather than start with that quote, let's start with a story. As legend has it, one day long ago, a young man came to Socrates and said, I need you to help me find knowledge. Socrates said, let's take a walk. As they walked along the beach, Socrates said nothing. Then the would-be apprentice was a bit startled as Socrates began to walk out into the water. Unsure what to do next, he hastily followed him. Once they were submerged chest high in the gentle waves, Socrates stopped and turned to face his new student. Tell me again what you want from me. I want you to help me find knowledge, said the slightly confused young mentee. As the story is told, Socrates then grabbed the man by his shoulders and pushed him under the water and held him there for longer than one might expect. Upon resurfacing, the man, obviously startled, coughing and spitting out the warm Mediterranean water, said, What are you doing? Socrates calmly responded, Now tell me again. What do you want from me? As I said before, I want you to help me find knowledge. As soon as the last word came out of the man's lips, Socrates grabbed him again and pushed him under the water, this time keeping him submerged even longer. As the story goes, this happened several more times. On each subsequent plunge, Socrates held the man underwater even longer. And the last time he did it, the man came out of the water And in response to Socrates' now often repeated question, what do you want from me, the man gasped, I want air. Socrates responded, 
When you want knowledge as badly as you want air, you will find it. For our purposes, I want to paraphrase the wisdom of Socrates. When you want to know reality as much as you want air, you will find it. Our first smart choice is to confront reality. Max Dupree, the former CEO of the legendary furniture company Herman Miller, said, the first responsibility of a leader is to define reality. Here's my aha moment. When you want knowledge as badly as you want air, you will find it. You know, if the first responsibility of a leader is to define reality, and it is, the leader first has to want to define reality. Because many times, maybe most times, reality, well, it's not that pretty. You know, defining reality means that I must, in the words of Jim Collins, confront the brutal facts. That might mean saying we missed our goals. I made a mistake. Our numbers are down. We just lost our best client. The way we're doing it, it's no longer working. Defining reality means I have to confront the brutal facts. Defining reality may mean confronting a team member whose efforts or quality are not what they should be. And that's hard. Defining reality may mean, and I appreciate Miller pointing this out in his book, identifying an issue outside the workplace in our own lives, like poor health, toxic relationships, or maybe the fact that we've been living, making unwise financial decisions. In other words, defining reality isn't always what's out there, so to speak. Sometimes it's what's in here, what's going on in my own life. Defining reality is not always negative. You know, it may mean recognizing an area where you or your team are crushing it or highlighting a star performer or a division or, you know, someplace in your company that's really doing top-notch work. But usually, finding the good stuff is not that hard to do. Confronting the brutal facts, however, well, that usually is. So I want to encourage you to pick up smart leadership because on pages 38 to 39, Miller is going to give you nine reasons why leaders have trouble defining reality. I'm going to give you many of them, but he's going to talk about them in depth. Here goes. He'd say fear of failure, living in denial, arrogance, success. You know, successful people he said, can sometimes be the worst students. Short-term thinking is a reason we don't often want to define reality. Or uh, appearance over performance, or we're too busy, or maybe as a leader, we've just checked out. You know, we're kind of disconnected, disengaged, distracted. Or we're overly optimistic, and we think things are always going to get better, and they're just not. So he's going to take some time to talk about those reasons that we don't define reality. And then after he gives us some of the reasons we avoid defining reality, he helps us take that 35,000-foot view of our lives and our leadership. You could call this somewhat of an assessment matrix, and it's really, really helpful. Now, I'm not going to go into that here. I would encourage you, get the book. It really is good. Or just take some time to think about 
the various aspects of your life and leadership. List them out and then begin to assess them. Now, if any of us are going to take the time, and believe me, it is going to take T-I-M-E to define reality, then there's one character quality that is an absolute essential. You ready for this? Here it is. It's humility. We have to be humble enough to be honest. Honest with what we see, honest about ourselves. We have to be humble enough to admit shortcomings. We have to be humble enough to say, I can do better than this. You know, two times in Proverbs, Solomon tells us humility comes before honor. Here's how he puts it in Proverbs 18:12. Before a downfall, the heart is haughty, but humility comes before honor. Effective leaders make four smart choices. And the first choice is to confront reality. When you want knowledge as badly as you want air, you will find it. And that's my thought on my walk with Mark Miller and smart leadership. Now, my question for you is, what will you do with that thought on your walk through life today? Hey, you can find my review of smart leadership on the homepage of onmywalk.com. Let me encourage you to check it out.